because it's through having the conversations, being open, being vulnerable, that we normalize that everyone is is going through things, everyone has challenges, um, and that it's okay to to be you know going through something and, and reaching out for help. Hello, I'm Craig Lester, and this is Rural Roots Canada, where we amplify Canadian agriculture. As part of World Mental Health Day, which was earlier this week, the Do More Agriculture Foundation is partnering with the global initiative Walk With Me. The two-week initiative, which is now underway and goes until October 20th, aims to raise awareness about mental health, honour those affected by mental illness, and remember those we've lost in the agriculture community to suicide. According to the National Survey of Farmer Mental Health conducted by Dr. Andrea Jones-Bitten at the University of Guelph, 58% of producers met the criteria for anxiety classification. If you are in crisis, please visit your local emergency department or call 911 immediately. Megs Reynolds is the Executive Director of the Do More Ag Foundation. I sat down with her to discuss the Walk With Me initiative. We dive into that conversation coming up. This year might bankrupt us. If I lose the farm, I'm letting down generations of my family. Why am I the only one who can't handle it? Maybe the farm would be better off without me. Hello? Hey, I was just thinking about you and thought I'd say hi. I know it's been a hard season and I wanted to see how you're holding up. We might feel alone, but we're all in this together. Visit domore.ag for mental health supports tailored for the agriculture community. Well, thank you, Megs, for taking the time to join us uh, this afternoon. It's a pleasure to have you uh, here with us. Uh, Can you tell us a little bit about uh, the importance of World Mental Health Day and in regards to what the Do More Agriculture Foundation is doing with the Walk With Me campaign? I'd love to, and thanks for having me uh, and, and the opportunity to talk about this. So, World Mental Health Day, uh, we feel is an important way to highlight mental health in agriculture, not just in Canada, but globally. And Walk With Me is a campaign that we felt really fit with that and fit with where we're at in the industry. And, you know, stigma is one of the biggest challenges when it comes to mental health in agriculture and one of the biggest barriers that keeps people from being able to be able to uh, first acknowledge that something's going on with themselves and then accept and, and reach out for support. And so with the Walk With Me campaign, we're encouraging people to um, invite a friend to go for a walk or maybe call up a friend when you're going for a walk. Check in on those people that maybe even you think are OK because we get really good at hiding how we're doing. Um, and maybe that's a safe way for you to reach out as well. Maybe you're looking to have a conversation. And so inviting that person to come on a walk helps facilitate that. You're not sitting across the table face to face with them. You're, you know, strolling side by side. And even just the act of, of being out and walking is really good for our mental well-being as well. And then we, you know, we kind of evolved that idea of, of going for a walk. And we have had... Um, especially in the Canadian agricultural community, we've had recent uh, loss to death by suicide. And so we also wanted the campaign to be a way for people to walk in honor of someone that they've lost to death by suicide, maybe walk in support of someone they know is struggling or walk in support of themselves, but then to also get online and to share those stories because it's through having the conversations, being open, being vulnerable, that we normalize that everyone is is going through things. Everyone has challenges um, and that it's okay to, to be, you know, 
going through something and, and reaching out for help. And part of the campaign is also a fundraiser for mental health and agriculture. And we're um, so lucky and thrilled that BASF has come on board as a partner for the campaign. So they'll be matching up to $10,000 in donations. So it's a way for people to, to really double their impact as well. That's incredible. Tell us a little bit uh, about what the conversation and environment uh, around mental health is in the agriculture community right now. I will say we've made large strides in breaking down that external stigma. So, you know, you and I were here having this conversation seven years ago. We probably wouldn't have been doing this. But what I've really found when I'm out, you know, at conferences and farm shows across Canada, having conversations People are really supportive of the fact that we're talking about mental health, that we are acknowledging that there are increased challenges for mental health in agriculture, but they're also very quick to say, you know, I support someone else reaching out for help, but I would never need to do that. And so, you know, we've we've come a long way on that external stigma, but we still have to really work together on breaking down that internal stigma that is keeping us from being able to acknowledge that something is going on with ourselves and then accepting that and reaching out for support. If you see a friend or a family member or someone that you've just met that you think might have uh, be struggling with with certain things, what are some of the signs that you should be looking out for? And how do you, I guess, broach that topic? Really great question. So some of the signs, and this could be in yourself too, could be um, maybe that person is quick to react. So they're reacting instead of responding. Maybe they're having trouble focusing. Maybe they're procrastinating. Uh, you know, when we have that high level of stress, that chronic stress, we can almost go into freeze mode um, and disengage instead of being engaged with what we're working on. Um, if that is someone that consumes alcohol. Usually their alcohol consumption increases a fair amount. So if you're, you know, if that's someone in your life that maybe you're living with and you can notice that, that might be a sign. Having trouble sleeping, um, starting to pull away from people is a big one. So is someone trying to isolate themselves? So maybe they're not picking up the phone, they're sending a text. Maybe they're uh, not showing up to community events. Maybe they're not showing up online. So maybe someone's been really present online and suddenly they're not posting and commenting. Those can be signs that something's going on. Or maybe you just know that something's happened. Um, you know, we can look back to some of the challenges we've had over the past year in Canadian agriculture, whether that has been, um, you know, avian influenza in our in our poultry, um, we've had severe drought in some areas, excessive moisture in other areas. And so maybe knowing that someone is dealing with that, using that as an opportunity to say, hey, um, I know you're in an area that's high risk right now for avian influenza. How are you doing? Um, are you, you know, are you okay right now? Uh, are you worried about anything? Do you want to talk about anything? Um, sometimes it could be asking the person how they slept last night. Maybe it's asking them, have you eaten anything yet today? Those could be ways of checking in without more normalizing or making it easier for them to connect to the conversation. Uh, it's best to, if you can, point out some of your observations. Hey, I noticed, um, you know, maybe this is uh, me talking to a spouse. I noticed that you had trouble sleeping last night and you've been, you know, a little quicker to react today. Is is there something going on? Are you worried about something? Um, try to stay away from like, how's it going? Because we've normalized that so that we don't really interact with that. It's like, I'm fine. I'm good. They're not actually asking me how I'm doing. Uh, another way could say like, what percentage um, are you at today? Like what percentage is your battery? Um, and that could be a great reflection for that person. All great tools. Uh, in terms of breaking that, I guess, that internal stigma, 
do you have any stories? I mean, we were talking earlier in regards to sharing stories during this. Do you have any stories in regards to people that have reached out and gotten help who may not have thought of it in the past, took a chance with it and uh, and reached out for help and, and received it? For sure. I can actually share share my own story. Um, so I, I used to grain farm. Um, I moved myself and my girls off, off farm at the end of 2019. And I was, you know, going through a divorce. I was going through a bit of an identity crisis because I was no, I was a farmer and now suddenly I wasn't a farmer, but I wanted to still be in that space and, and be making an impact in the industry. I was trying to support my girls through a massive life change. We moved into a town with a population of four, three of which were myself and my two kids. And then a couple months later, the world shut down for the pandemic. I was not in the best place with all of those different pieces that I was trying to deal with and, and work through. And But, you know, I was convinced that I could do this on my own. I didn't need help. I'd been an advocate for mental health throughout my entire farming career, but I got this. I don't need help. I'm that person that supports everyone else to get help, but I don't personally need help. And it took um, family, some really good friends making multiple outreach attempts, encouraging me to connect to a mental health professional before I finally got over my own internal stigma and feeling of being uncomfortable with the idea of that um, before I reached out and, and did connect. And I don't know how long it would have taken me to work through all of those things uh, had I just continued to try to do it on my own. But it was finally connecting with that professional, having that safe place to have a conversation. And sometimes you don't want to talk to your family about stuff. So having that safe place, being able to just sometimes get things off my chest, learn some coping me mechanisms, um, some ways to be uh, cognitive and aware in my day-to-day -day of, of how I'm doing. So again, being able to hit pause if I'm reacting and not responding, that all, that all you know, helped me be who I am today. I don't know if I would be executive director of Do More right now had I not been able to reach out and, and connect to a mental health professional when I needed it. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, you know, it, it's always so empowering and inspiring to hear these stories of of people overcoming these challenges. And for myself, going through Thanksgiving is always a, a bit of a milestone for me because it was in 2011 when I was sitting around the table. I had been struggling for 10 months at that point with with uh, severe depression and and I didn't know what to do. And everyone was having a great time around the table. And I was had a mask on. I went downstairs and, and just broke down and cried. And it was at that point that I just asked myself, like, how much longer can I take this pain? And it was at that point the alarms went off and I was like, I need to go get help. And I confessed to my mom that day and, you know, she gave me a big hug and just said, you do whatever you need, like, let us know sort of thing. And, you know, I started seeing a counselor probably that next week. And here in 2023, I'm still seeing that same counselor. I actually just had a session last last week sort of thing but my mental health well not only just my mental health but we found ways to to build uh, up my positivity around things so but thank you for sharing that what can you just give us a little bit of background uh just in regards to walk with me the walk with me was started by um a farmer in the uk chris and it really came about from him learning and being aware that going out and going for a walk really helped him uh with his depression and so he would go for a walk and then he wrote a poem about how walking helped him. And he decided to make a video reading the poem when he was out for a walk. And 
you know, kind of worked up his courage to then share that on social media. And that was over a year ago. And since then, it's it's been building momentum. Um, and, you know, that's you know, when I connected with him and, and walk with me, I was like, this is an incredible way to normalize a conversation, to share our stories, um, and then just the the benefits of, of getting out there, going for a walk, and of course, connecting to others and, and not withdrawing. It's an incredible story. Uh, I guess just for a quick recap here, can we t tell people again in regards to how they can participate uh, in this two-week campaign? Yes. Uh, so, you know, encouraging everyone to invite a friend, a family member, a colleague, maybe have a meeting, go out for a walk and and to share about it. We are really asking for people to to share their stories online. Um, you know, that's there's so much as we've discovered through. I mean, thank you for what you shared and that we connect. We need human connection. And, and when we're open and we're vulnerable and we tell our stories, it allows people to connect with us and it allows people to know that they're not alone and to feel more safe, to maybe feel what they're feeling and maybe to feel comfortable enough to reach out for help because they know that someone else has done it and, and that has helped someone else. Um, and so, yeah, go for a walk, uh, invite someone, call up a friend, check in with someone, check in with the people that you might think are fine. Um, we're very good at hiding whether we're okay or not or wearing that mask. And then you can also, you know, if you're in a place to uh, give a little that you can go to do more.ag and donate. And, you know, we are in the position and, and lucky to have BSF as a partner who are donating up to 10% or sorry, $10,000 to match uh, donations that come in. So, you know, an opportunity to to double your donation. Um, but just really encouraging to, to get out, go for a walk, have a conversation, share about it. And, you know, continue it throughout the year. We have the focus on the next 10 days, uh, as it is a campaign, but we're really hoping that this is a movement that continues throughout the year. Max, thank you so much for spearheading this initiative here in Canada, and uh, thanks for sharing your story. Thank you so much, Craig, for the opportunity, and thank you for sharing yours as well. Thank you to Megs Reynolds from the Do More Ag Foundation for taking time to do this interview. If you want to know more about the Walk With Me initiative, go to domore.ag. All donations are being matched up to $10,000 by BASF. Remember to take care of yourself and check in on those around you. And if you are in crisis, please visit your local emergency department or call 911 immediately. For Rural Roots Canada, I'm Craig Luster, amplifying Canadian agriculture.